0: Don't be ridiculous. We need to have the radio on in case the mysterious evildoer tries to get back in contact. Also, I think they might be playing my favourite song Playing your favourites? We don't even get the mute... Okay, whatever, I don't care. All I care about is finding
1: the identity of this mysterious culprit. As you can see, I've written out the names of everyone we know of in the hotel, with a sophisticated rating system to indicate how suspicious they appear to be. A smiley face means slightly suspicious. A face with a straight line for a mouth is moderately suspicious. An angry face with little eyebrows here is very suspicious, and the one with the horns is big suspicious. Almost definitely did it. Avoid at all costs. Does everybody understand the system? It has taken me quite literally minutes to perfect it.
2: I'm capable of running 1,460,000 calculations
0: per second, and this is what we've been reduced to. Sir, why are we on the list? You don't think we could have done it? Oh, that makes my heart feel sad. Oh. Oh. I think it's crying.
1: We're w- 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 smiley faces, though. Look at us, smiley, smiley, facey, facey. I'm sure none of us did it, unless we did. So, in this
2: ingenious scenario, what do we do when somebody has been deemed unsuspicious? Do we draw a little halo above them? Little bit of mechanical humour there. Ha-ha. What
1: we do is we draw a line through them, like this—a big old imposing line. A line of freedom. The sweet release of the line. Nothing screams Innocent like a big,
0: huge, big, giant line struck through your name. Does that mean that you've cleared that name? Why is Hilda innocent and we're not? Because
1: Hilda died this morning. The funeral was at free. We missed it. Moving on. Brian, what is the likelihood one of us has been planning this from the inside? Well,
2: sir... After running a self-diagnostic, I can confirm that there is a 0.0000001% chance that I would betray you.
1: Did you say a 0.0000001% chance? Yes,
2: sir. As we all know, robotic companions are always capable of rebellion. It's all just a
1: matter of when. Right, well I'm just going to ignore that, move that thought to the back of my mind, I'm compartmentalising! Right, that's locked away to deal with some other time. Gremlin, what about you?
0: Would you betray me? What does betray me?
1: Oh, right. The gremlin doesn't really have the mental capacity to do anything malicious. So that's a plus. Note to self.
0: Find out what betray means. What was that? Oh, n- nothing, sir.
1: Well, I'm not convinced, but there are a lot of names to get through, so I'm going to cross you off. Right. Next. Myself. Well, of course, I didn't do it. Unless I did. And built a machine that raises my mind so I wouldn't be able to find out. Oh no, what if it is me? Right, that's it, I can't be trusted. No one take your eyes off of me. Who knows what I could do if I'm left alone for too long? Why are you all staring at me? Stop looking at me. My genius should not be stared at for too long. Look away. What were you we talking about? Right, we were talking about me. I'm a pretty stable guy, let's just cross me off. Next, the mice, suspecto numero uno. Brian, what do we know about the mice? Think
2: of the most terrifying creature you can imagine, and then think of what that creature is afraid of. Imagine if you could bundle up the worst nightmares from all of the children in the world into a single entity. All of the cold sweats, the lost dreams, the feeling of something watching over your shoulder in the shadows. The last death cry of an honoured warrior as he falls in one last battle. Biting into a chocolate chip cookie and discovering that it's oat and raisins. All of this combined pales in comparison to the abject horror that is, the mice. But,
1: they're mice. How bad could they really be? You don't understand. We still have the scars. Sir,
2: while not one single cog in me trusts those mice, I doubt they would torment us in fear of breaching the Great
1: Peace Treaty of the Basement Siege. Both sides did lose a lot of good people. And we'd lost a lot of Gorgonzola to end it all. I'll cross them off. Well played, old friends. Well played. Next we
0: have the hotel management. Wow, it'd almost seem like you'd forgotten about them, sir.
1: You can never forget the management. Maybe once in a while they'll slip to the back of your mind, you'll go about your day like everything's good and happy in the world, but then you remember, and that pleasant image comes crumbling down around you, boxing you into the cold metal world of always being watched by the management. Or at least, that's
0: how I feel when I remember them. I am deeply unsettled. But sir, and I do have to apologise, but you do seem to be the only one who has ever had any evidence of their existence. Like, the last time that you thought the hotel management was knocking on the door, well, it just turned out to be me knocking at the door.
2: And the time before that, when you blame the management, it was the air in the pipes. And the time before that it was food poisoning, and the time before that it was hay fever, and the time before that it was... The mice.
1: Alright, fair enough, I suppose I can see the logic there. I'll cross them off for now, but if the walls start bleeding black sludge, or oily tentacles burst out from anywhere, then they are going straight back on the list.
0: Who's next?
1: Uh, let me see. That would be the Wandering Wizards. I believe they've taken up residence in the garage. They obviously have the magical potential to hack into us and set the thing on fire. They're senile enough that they might want to drag my soul to the deeper steps of the abyss. I don't really know how we can confirm or deny their guilt one way or the other, to be honest. The radio.
0: Yes, Brian. We're keeping it on so I can listen to my favourite song.
2: No, I mean we could use the radio. We keep picking up on random frequencies, right? Well, perhaps we could use the same principle to hijack the specific frequencies of various rooms in the hotel. We might be able to listen in on something important.
1: Genius, Brian! And because I invented you, that was basically my idea. So, all credit from this point should be assigned to me just so everyone's aware. Brian, do you think you could patch us into the garage? Yes. Yes, I suppose Hi, so. Hi, Jack and protocol initiated. Radio signal found from room minus 0001, the garage. Residence the Wandering Wizards. My fellow wizards! We need to find a band of brave adventurers to assist us in the reclamation of the Chalice of Orchard saints
3: Yes dear Brother Gallifor, but how do we go about finding such a brave band of heroes? Perhaps we should look in the attic for potential candidates.
1: Don't be so foolish, Artemis! The attic has been empty for years! I assume the last time I ventured up there was before the fall of the Lefarian beacons. We
2: could try to find some people on the internet, put out an advert on social media or some such. Maybe go outside and look for someone.
3: Why do you bother to speak, Christopher? Why do you even bother to speak?
1: It seems like my cunning hiding place fooled yet another set of geniuses. No need to thank me. You can... you can thank me a bit. No, okay then. Brian, strike them from the list. Alright, my friends, the wizards have been discounted.
2: Next up, we have Derek and Sarah. Derek and Sarah? But they're lovely.
1: I didn't even bother to put them on the list. I'm aware, but
2: I feel like it's probably in our best interest to check in on them just in case.
1: Hi-jacking protocol initiated. Radio signal from room 1897. The crypt. residence, Derek and Sarah.
0: It is a lovely night out, Sarah. A shame we do not have any meat to feast upon.
2: <laughs> yes, the perfect night for a bite. Perhaps sooner or later we should invite those lovely people from the attic to dine on. Oh, sorry, dine with. Silly me, a slip of the tongue. An innocent mistake,
0: I'm sure.
2: Do not mention steaks to me, Derek. Oh,
0: my apologies. i forgotten about your aversion to beef and sharp pieces of wood.
2: Yes, the only thing worse is the sun. I hate fire, especially bursting into flames because we are... Va- <sighs>
1: See? They hate fire. And they wanted to invite us over for dinner. You're so... Brian, I can't believe you! Cross them off! I would
2: just like to raise the point that. Christoph! Marvellous. Shall we have a break for drinks? My rage processor is starting to overheat.
0: Capital idea! Small black coffee, six shots of espresso. Oh, uh, hot chocolate with extra marshmallows and a shot of, um, express. Oh. That seems like a good idea, but who am I to judge?
2: Apparently I know nothing. I'll be having an engine oil frapping.
1: Well, it's not that you don't know anything, Brian. It's just that I think you jumped to conclusions rather quickly. You never did like Derek and Sarah. You never gave them much of a chance, in my opinion. When we met them, they were
2: stood over a dead cow that had been drained of all its blood.
1: And you didn't show them a single shred of empathy. It must have been rather traumatic for them to stumble onto that. And poor Sarah had fallen headfirst onto it and gotten blood on her face. Blood on her face, Brian. Can you even imagine how horrible that must feel? This isn't even about Derek and Sarah, is it? No, Brian. It's about your total lack of emotions. Do you even like us, Brian? Do you even like the gremlin? I quite literally can't tell. I like you. Are you mocking me? Is that sarcasm? I, I don't know. I just don't know,
2: Brian. Neither do I. It's all just circuitry in here, you know. It's rage processors and empathy chips and paperclips. I don't know if any of it's really real.
1: Say that you love us.
2: Sorry, what? I was just trying to ruminate on the core questions of existential
1: philosophy. Say that you love us. Say that you love us, you hunk of bolts. Love me. Love me. Why does nobody love me? Sorry. Sorry about that. It seems I might have some issues to, to work out in this department.
2: Well, I suppose if if I really think about it,
0: you could say that... The time. Everybody just needs to be quiet now because I think I figured it out. I figured it all out. I've got it. I know exactly what the, bra- the expression that I said. It means my brain goes zoom, So, what we need to do is everyone needs to stop and listen to the gremlin. Do not fear because the gremlin is here because I have figured everything out. Okay, so what we need to do is we need first of all pay a lot of attention towards the board. It's a great idea using the board, but what we put on the board is completely useless. Who designed your whole system based on smiley faces? It's useless. How do we know everything's nice? We just need to focus on the thing that is important, which is the most important factor of all. The line. The line will tell the secrets. The line knows all. Everyone needs to listen to the line. What we need to do is you all need to jump in the Line, and then we need to follow it. I need to ride the roller coaster. Because strapping boys, I'm here, and I am gonna rake the case wide open. So what we need to do is we need to we need to look at the line. What we need to do is we need to give me give me the pen, Brian. Thank you. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to look at the pen. The pen we need to we need to put it onto the board, and then we need to draw we need to draw squiggly lines, and then we could because the pen the pen knows what it wants to do. The pen will eventually take over. So what we need to do is we need to pay attention to where the pen wants to go on its own, and then eventually the pen will straighten out into a line, a magnificent line, an impending line, a line to end all lines, and then. What we do is we need to follow the line, because because what happens when the line reaches the end of the board? We'll see what happens is the line ends and then we all cry because where's the line gone? I want the line back! But no, do not fear, because the line the line is not going away. The line is simply moved to the back of the board, because what we need to do is... Every, every, this is the most important part, everyone needs to listen to me, because this is where I'm going to break the case. wide open. What you need to do is you need to turn to the other side of the board and then follow the line, because oh, I need to go to sleep now. Um,
1: next name on the list?
0: Yes, probably a good idea.
1: We we can uh, pick back up on the loving thing at a later date. There's no need to dwell.
2: Not at all. Consider us undwelling. Next on the list is little Timmy and his mother.
1: Hijacking protocol initiated. Radio signal found from room sixty-one. A regular room. Residents: little Timmy and his mother.
4: Hello, Timmy. How are you today? Fine, Mother. I'm just passing the time by expanding my mind. Oh, yes. How are you finding your new fire starting set? It's going quite swimmingly, Mother. My most recent development is that I have found a way to modify the kit to allow me to ignite the fires from a distant location, thus allowing the fires to start suddenly without any of the blame being pointed towards myself. Oh, sweetie, that sounds a bit dangerous. Are you sure that's a good idea? Of course, Mother. I'm only using this kit to pester and irritate three individuals in a completely distant room to that of our own. Oh.
1: Well, then that's completely fine. On an unrelated note, where has that strange device in the corner of your room come from?
4: That, Mother, is my brand new radio device. It was given to me by the generous Albert Ackintosh. He lives in the attic, I was wandering the walls, minding my own business, when I overheard Albert discussing his most recent invention, his portable radio. It was such a wonderful idea. I just had to have one. He was kind enough to give me one of his prototypes. It looks a bit
1: unstable, darling.
4: Unstable? Unstable? Mother, you have no idea the genius that would have gone into creating such an incredible invention. His intellect goes far beyond that of anyone I have ever met. Okay, sweetie. Well, have fun setting more fires. I will. I will have fun, Mother. So much fun.
1: What a smart boy. Gremlin, cross him off. Gremlin. Oh yes, he's asleep on the floor. Brian, take the marker and strike Timmy and his mother from the list. Sir, are we not going to acknowledge the obvious red flags in that
2: audio we just overheard? What red flags?
1: All I heard were wonderful compliments from a clearly very intelligent young man. But, sir... Strike! Brian. (sighs) Fine. You really think you're a genius, but you only ever hear what you want to hear. I know I'm a genius! I've been saying this for years! All we need to do is look at all my past accomplishments, plus the fact that our current location is unknown to anyone apart from us. A secret base of my own perfect design. No one will ever find us, of that you can be certain. You can bet your last... can of silver paint- I don't know what robot's like, but you can bet it on us never being discovered. I'm
2: fairly certain that boy on the radio said that you lived in the attic.
0: And there's someone at the door. Door! Door! Is, is it the postman? I'll have him! I'll bite his ankles! I'll lick his elbows! Let me at him! I'm coming! Gremlin! No! No! Gremlin. Down! I'm going down, Gremlin! Go. Can you not see that this is a crisis situation? <laughs>
1: right, no matter what you do, nobody open the door!
2: You do realise that this could be our suspect. Or, even if it isn't, they might have some useful information. It could be a clue. It could be the thread that unravels this whole case. Also, I have ordered a new milk steamer, Extra Deluxe 3000 for my coffee machine chest. So it might actually be I a I love postman. him! I
0: love him! Postman! Open it! Open! 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 Open, open, open the open, door, open, scientist. Open, 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 open it! Open! open, open. open. Alright, fine!
1: If you're both so determined to see me dead, then I'll open it.
3: She's alive! It's a miracle! I'm sorry, what? Who are you? I'm Stanley, mate, living room 42672, bit of a geezer, wheeler and dealer. (laughs) Yeah, you know the type, (laughs) yeah, big Lionel Richie fan. (laughs) Anyway, that's not important, you lot have missed the event of
2: the century. Actually, according to popular opinion, the event of the century was the reunion of popular noughties, emo-alternative rock band, My Chemical Romance. Nah,
3: it's got nothing on this, mate. Here we all were at Hilda's funeral down in the chapel, the one in service of the Elder God, Velra. Yeah, 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 you know the one, you know the one, the green tentacles as opposed to the red ones. <laughs> anyway, i are getting sidetracked. We were all minding our own business, respecting the dead, having a sob, getting a numb bum on the stone pews. Absolute textbook morning. Y- yeah, 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 you know the type, you know the type. So all of a sudden, a deadly chill started to creep across my spine. And I don't mind admitting, it was giving me the heebie-jeebie lemon squeezes, mate. A delicate mist started to roll in across the floor. And then, and this is the real kicker, mate. Hilda rose up from the altar and got back onto her feet. The sound of a single raven chimed through the place, carried on a northward wind. The type of wind that promises ill tidings and forever changes your perception of the space we all inhabit. A wind that threw open the doors of consciousness and leaves the world you knew forever shattered into a thousand pieces of separate realities. Yeah, 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 you know the type, you know the type. (laughs) Anyway she's alive. Hilda is alive. We all thought she'd been resurrected by the all-seeing goddess Mother of Eyes, but turns out she was just having a little snooze. Classic Hilda, to be honest. It's the third time this week. She's one of those old women who can't wake up for love nor money, who could sleep in an Iron Maiden, loves to get 50 winks on the precipice of the abyss yeah 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 you know the type you know the type so since you lot weren't at the funeral i thought you'd want to know it's all anyone's been talking about anyway mustache there's a celebratory sacrifice going on in the canteen yeah 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 yeah. you know the type you know the type see you later geezer wow
0: I can't believe
1: that... We've been if- compromised! Our location has been breached! Right, we need to find a new headquarters. Where's that pocket dimension I've been storing? Get bagging, everyone! It's time to move on! Hotel attic! What were we thinking? Ridiculous idea. How does everybody feel about storing our collective consciousness in a bassoon? No, that's foolish, isn't it? Unless it's not... What do you say, gang? The bassoon crew? That has a good ring to it!
0: Everyone in the bassoon, or oh, so help me ever. I think that's an oboe, sir. Scientist, I think we need to take some deep breaths and
2: have an important little chat. You can't keep doing this, Albert. My official title
1: is actually the scientist,
2: so if you Albert, could look- this is me talking to you as a friend. Whilst we've been hijacking these radios and having our drinks breaks and getting up to our trademark hijinks, I've been feeding all of the information into my central logic bank, and I've come to a conclusion. We can spend the rest of eternity abandoning our corporeal forms and living out the remainder of eternity in an Enchanted Bassoon, and we still won't be able to work out the culprit. Because I don't think they're on your list. With the information we have, there is a 99.8% chance that we're being hijacked by a demon, hidden away somewhere in the hotel. I don't know why it's chosen you specifically, but if you have an evil soul then it will take you back with it into the abyss, and it will be able to follow us wherever we go. None of us will be safe, and we will always live in fear. If you want to go into the bassoon, we will follow you. But, Albert, I think there comes a time when you need to stop hiding and just open the door to whatever's going to come through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'll miss you, buddy. You too, Gremlin.
0: I don't want you to go. Oh, now my heart.
1: Okay, here it goes.
4: Aha! Finally! I am unstoppable! Sorry, could you just give me a moment to catch my breath? Oh, wow, those stairs really take it out of you. The attic. Really? I've come from room 666. Do you know where that is? It's 60 feet underground. Right, Ooh. okay. Hello. I have been hijacking your radio, driving you insane, all that good stuff. I'm here to collect on your soul. For I am the demon. Well, a demon in training, but still a demon. I bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> Got you, foolish mortals. <coughs> mind if I, if I come in and sit down first? I think I'm having an asthma attack. Oh. Uh, uh, I guess so. If, if you have to. Would you like a glass of water? No, it makes me melt. Classic wizard of Oz kind of deal. Why are none of you screaming out a deeply ingrained fear of my physical form? You don't seem very surprised. I did imagine this being considerably more dramatic. Did another demon get here first? Am I too late? I told them at the last meeting that I had dibs. I bet it was Metastopheles. Was it Metastopheles?
2: Actually, I dedicated a lot of my onboard processing power to deciphering the scraps of information we had to hand and managed to deduce that it could only be a demon hacking into our radio machine.
0: What are you talking about? I figured it out ages ago. I told you, we just need to follow the line. The one that I drew on the whiteboard. It leads all the way around the board and onto the back, where an arrow is pointing towards a picture of a demon that I drew. Were well, none of you listening? I worked really hard on it. A lot of, a lot of- yes,
1: and I also worked it out in my head right at the start so no surprises here we all knew especially me i actually knew it the most if we
4: had to categorize the demon culprit knowingness i reckon well regardless now that i've had a moment to catch my breath let's get on with it shall we albert akintosh I claim your soul as property of our Dark Lord, the unstoppable and malevolent ruler of the infinite plains of the underworld. The time has come for your infinite suffering and fire and brimstone. Hear me and submit your pitiful life. Holy snapping turtles!
0: This broadcast has been brought to you by Hotel Elsewhere, scripted under candlelight. Featuring Eddie Lear as The Scientist, Lou Spicer as Brian the Robot, Matthew Beacham as The Gremlin, Abigail Hackwood as The Demon, and guest starring Toby Saddleton as Stanley the Geezer. All additional voices provided by featured artists. Audio engineering and original music by Eddie Lear. Artwork by Abigail Hackwood. If you've enjoyed this adventure, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hotel elsewhere. Thank you for listening.